Aloha and welcome to Kopiko Podcast. This is Kyle Galdera with Kamehameha Schools Communications. Uh, our group in, is kind of rallying together to bring everybody some uh, tips and hints on how to deal with this COVID-19 pandemic that we're faced with today in society. And this is actually the first podcast of the 2020 year. So we thank you for joining us. This is our 12th episode in total. And don't forget, you can check out our podcast on Spotify, on Google, and at ksbe.edu in the Mua Newsroom. So thanks again for joining us. And we're very pleased to be joined today by Kumu Andrew Lai with the KS Kopalama campus. And it's it's a different situation that we're in, uh, Andrew. And can you kind of tell us about how you and your family are dealing with this situation, just as everything is so fluid? Yeah, sure. Um, first of all, aloha and mahalo for having me. It was, uh, as for everybody, I'm sure it was a shock at first that things were moving so quickly and then the adjustment period was, the learning curve on the adjustment period was super steep. So you either had to jump in and swim or drown. Um, and so as far as my family is, goes, uh, you know, we, we weather that kind of stuff pretty pretty easily anyways. I have a senior in high school at, at Pro City High School. Um, my middle son has recently moved back home after graduating from UO. Uh, go Ducks. And um, my older lives on the mainland anyways with his fiance. So for us, it was easy. I think the more challenging thing for me was more just um, trying to figure out how we're going to close out this school year on my end, uh, what we're going to do for my, my youngest son uh, for his senior year, which has now been become something very different. Uh, and then my wife is a nurse. She's an RN at Kapiolani. Um, oh, so wow. The scariness of her being there uh, every uh, every time she goes off to work is always was, was in the beginning a lot more scarier than it is now. I feel a lot more confident that um, things are, are are being handled a lot better and stuff. So on a personal standpoint, um, not a big deal. I think on our end, I'm, I am by nature a doomsday prepper. So I, my pants was stocked. Uh, you know, I always have a supply of of all the essentials. I got go boxes. I watch too many movies. I got go boxes uh, with all my essentials, like batteries and lanterns and uh, survival gear and first aid stuff. And so, so uh, in that regards, I'm, I'm good to go. Uh, I didn't rush to Costco and do that kind of stuff. I did go to Costco, but it's mainly for uh, entertainment purpose because I like to watch people uh, interact and, and go crazy <laughs> i i primarily went uh because I, I like to go and you know i like i was looking for kupuna who needed help and that kind of stuff and make sure that those kinds of people in our communities are taken care of too in times like this when other people are going so crazy and thinking about themselves right. you know that's one of the reasons i would go to costco walmart and sam's just to watch out for those kind of people and uh yeah i, I by nature i i'm one of those people that I don't, I don't know how to bully, but when people are bullying somebody, I bully the bully. So I guess I was looking for out for them too. But it, in the grand scope of my family, I think we're all set. So you know, it wasn't that big of an adjustment, and um, we're we're weathering it pretty good. It sucks having to stay at home all day. Um, I tell you, who's loving it is my dogs. They love hanging out. The dog cam, all right. All day doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, so, but um. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. The adjustment for uh, on my end as a Kumu 
has been pretty interesting. I mean, my commute went from 45 minutes every morning and an hour after every afternoon down to 30 seconds downstairs to my patio. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Okay. And and as the the student leadership and activities director at KS Palama, and with your extensive background as a teacher, with distance learning now in place, how are both Kumu and students dealing with the the transition? Um. Well, I mean, I think we're dealing with it super on point, if that's even a phrase. Um, our Paul Kumu Wendy uh, it has been amazing through this. I mean, she has shown tremendous leadership in helping us navigate it. Uh, her team that she has around her, all the department heads have been very, very good about uh, making sure that we're on task and, and uh, how to proceed. We all learning. We all, we are all bumping. We've never had to face this before. So we're all learning. We're all having to do different things. We're having to, having to change our mindset. So on one hand, I think that's a great thing. You know, teachers are, are perpetual learners. So this is great for us to remember that, hey, we got to, we got to stay up with learning how to roll with the punches because we expect that from the kids too. Um, I think the way that we've been rolling it out, you know, the, everybody that's been helping out on that front has done a tremendous job. And I think a lot, a lot of people have really stepped up to the plate. Um, you know, as, as a student, well, let me back up. As a teacher who's going to teach kids online, um, my worry, and this is just personally me, my worry is for is multifaceted. One, I, I tremendously worry about the child that is sequestered at home and, and quarantined at home in a small 800 square foot one bedroom apartment with a family of five who has right. to share space every day, all day. Uh, my heart goes out to the, the kids who are supposed to learn three kids in the house, one laptop, and uh, they gotta share it. My heart goes out to the kids who live in homes that, that are abusive or uh, God forbid have drugs and alcohol as a steady uh, way of life. And those are the kinds of things that keep me up at night and, and that I worry about as a, from a Kumu standpoint to the, to the students. But I think by and large, um, they are weathering it well too. It's all different. Like I said, we all got to learn. We all got to learn how to navigate this differently. And uh, as weird as it is, uh, I think it's working out. I know I'm not a super huge advocate for complete distance learning like this because the interaction, the human interaction is way more valuable than anybody could ever possibly um, pretend it to not be. I mean, the teacher to student one-on-one -on -one, and they're in the same space, physical space, and they can interact that way is way more valuable than uh, virtually. You just don't get right. the same. So I think the kids are learning, having to learn how to do that uh, differently as well as the, the Kumu as well. And, you know, of course, we've got different kinds of learners. You've got kids that distance learning is going to be difficult for our average kids. Um, can you imagine what, what kind of stress this is putting on the child that actually struggles to read or struggles to focus uh, when, when given a task and suddenly I'm giving this kid a virtual task. Okay, you need to go do this. I mean, it just doesn't work that way. My, my son, for example, right. is DOE, so it's very different, but they're being given virtual stuff to do. And I mean, he, he struggles with some of that because it's just, it, it, it's just, again, you lose that 
Kumu to Haumana physical interaction where they get to ask an immediate question and get a get a physical response and they get to show how it's done and you know just it's different. So but I think okay. I think they're weathering it. Everybody's weathering it well. I am super impressed with how um, the stories I've heard, I have not heard horror horror stories um, yet. I think the, the I think <laughs> I think the worst thing I heard so far was uh, Jimmy Chun. Jimmy Chun had to tell a kid to put on his shirt. The city, the kid was <laughs> put up the class with the shirt off, but yeah, that's yeah. about it. <laughs> it's pretty minor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're catching up with Kumu Andrew Lai here on Kopiko Podcast, and that's a nice segue if we can go to more of the emotional side that some of the students and kumu might be facing as far as not having that actual interaction there's so much virtual connection going on now do you think that's something that might i don't want to say worsen but might intensify over time in this distance learning environment or do you think it's something where as people get more used to it that interaction will become more normal well i can't speak for all teachers um, but I think, you know, if I'm going to speak for myself, um, I hate it. I mean, it sucks. You know, I mean, like I said, the commute is awesome, but I right. don't like being around them. I don't like, I don't like not being in the physical space with these people that I've been tasked to, to help nourish and, and nurture and grow. And I, I, that, that part's hard. And so I think this for many teachers is not going to become the norm. I mean, it's just not something that they're going to be able to, they'll, it'll pacify them as far as getting their information out and being a teacher and teaching that way. It, it'll, it'll quell that part of it, but um, that's about it. Just the dissemination of information maybe, but the rest of it, uh, as far as being a teacher, uh, you can't, it, it's, it's irreplaceable. A classroom full of human beings is irreplaceable. And I think that's, I think that's um, never going to go away. I think we're always going to strive for that. Mind you, there are some kids that you probably are happy to be distanced from, but still, I think by and large. Right, okay. On the, other, on the other side of the coin, for a lot of the teachers who have young children, this is a tremendous burden on them because they have right. to try and teach but their child is also home because they have to be home. They have no choice. They may be their young children. Maybe they're children with special needs. Maybe they're, uh, you know, these are children that don't, this is breaking up their norm too. So the, the parent slash teacher, teacher slash parent, that role has, is going to be tremendously difficult for them here in this type of virtual world because you can't just lock your kid away. You can't make somebody else watch your kid if they're not already living in the house. So right. you, you got to balance that and it's really difficult. I mean, you're going to be teaching lessons where your two-year-old's jumping all over you. That's all there is to it. You're going to have be teaching lessons where your, your eight and 10 year old are going to be beefing out in the background. So I, yeah, I think that's, yeah. so you got to be flexible. Yeah. So, okay. And so with that said, I know from the communication side, we're addressing a lot of the, changes that have been implemented as early as uh, yesterday, which was April 7th, as far as the distance learning being extended through the end of the school year and even into summer for some mm -hmm. of the ways that we're going to be teaching. So knowing that and knowing that 
graduation will be changed. You know, prom has been canceled. A lot of these milestone events, especially for the seniors, that they've been really looking forward to. As far as emotionally, how have you been helping the students cope with that? Yeah, that's been a real tough one. Um, all the way back from right before we announced that we were canceling song contests. You know, the talk was already starting, murmuring was starting because the, the CDC and the uh, World Health Organization, federal government, everybody was starting to ramp up, right? And so the, the stress levels started to rise, the kids could feel it. Um, they start asking questions, are we still gonna do this? Are we gonna be able to do that? And we didn't have the answer. I mean, we don't know. And so, you know, that my pitch to them was, okay, well, as in, in my case, the student leaders was, well, how do you roll with the punches? You know, as a, as a student leader, as a leader, you're going to have to be able to, to to roll with these changes and you're going to have to try to adjust and, and make them work to the best of our ability. And with something like this that is so unprecedented, what I would pitch to them all the time was just, you know, we got to just move ahead as if it's going to be status quo, but we need to be ready to adjust. And so I think they were okay with that. But for the 17 and 18-year-old human being, trying to get them to well, their, um, their feelings and their emotions, I mean, it's no easy task. And when you couple it with something like this, where you write all of their milestones, all of these things that they have lived all their life for, waiting for this moment, this senior year, right. to, to go to senior picnic, to have your last uh, song contest, to have your prom, to have a graduation, a project grad, all be yanked away in a matter of weeks, it's been traumatic for a lot of kids. Right. Really, really big deal. And I don't, I don't blame them one bit. Uh, so the only thing, you know, as a Kumu that I and we, a lot of the, the other class advisors, and um, I just got off a call right before you with um, the graduation committee as we were talking about what we're gonna be doing, just to try to have some normalcy for the kids. Uh, you know, all of us mm -hmm. are helping the students to quell some of their anxieties as far as, listen, it is what it is. And in life, you're throwing these curveballs and you got two choices. You can fold and cry and throw yourself a pity party, or we can figure out how to make this all work for the betterment of everybody, especially you. Whatever's gonna happen is gonna be the best case for you. And it is what it is. You're gonna complain about it, there's nothing I can do about that. So it, it, that's kind of what our mantra has been to the kids. And I think after the initial shock, it was like grief, right? I mean, they're going through the stages of grief. After the initial shock of, right, of right. oh my God, the 100th anniversary song contest is being canceled, but oh my gosh, senior picnic's not on. I just bought a cool bathing suit. Oh my God, right? It, <laughs> it, it quickly, the world quickly shifted from me, 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 me to wow, I guess this is not about me. And so that teaching them how to understand that and teaching them how to understand that there's bigger things at play here that you don't have control over tough i mean here's a straw sorry suck it up right it's always a mantra anyways and uh, i don't i don't i know that other people don't subscribe to that but it's the truth i mean you, you you can either throw yourself a pity parade or you can just suck it up and make the best out of it and that's i think what has made me proud of these kids is while they threw themselves a little pity parade in the beginning, they quickly jumped to the challenge and, and are, are making some changes and adjustments and figuring out stuff we can do um, to make it a little more 
of a of a normalcy, but in a virtual world. Okay. That's awesome advice. And mahalo again, Kumu Andrew Lai, for joining us today on Kopiko Podcast. And uh, we'll follow up with you in the future, uh, not only with you, but some of the other uh, student safety and well-being staff that are really working with these students and Kumu to help everybody through this situation. So again, mahalo, Kumu Andrew, for your time. I really appreciate it. One last thing I'll add on there is, you know, the you're right. The, the biggest, the biggest uh, wow, helicopter. <laughs> Part of dealing with the, the virtual world we're in, right? Yeah, exactly. Notice how close he's flying overhead. One of these days, I'm going to go out there and throw rocks. But I, I think I want to reiterate just how difficult this virtual world is, though, for some children. And my heart really, really bleeds for them because, I mean, this is it's, it's just it's just different. And I really hope that adults across the world are are really trying to help those children nearest to them navigate this weirdness. Uh, you know, my, my boys, are, I got, I'm blessed with great children and my boys are pretty mellow and they can handle themselves and keep themselves entertained and uh, do a good job at it. But, you know, there are some children that are, are super struggling through this and uh, whatever we can do as, as Kumu, as, uh, um, their first line of defense is adults in their lives. That's, I guess, the message that I would love to be put out there from the KS Enterprise is that uh, we all have, have a responsibility. Our kuleana is to all of our Hawaiian keiki and to figure out what we can do to malama them as best we can and whatever that means, especially the ones that are struggling at home. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, in a home that's just, um, pardon me, but for lack of a better word, ugly. Yeah. Okay. Horrible. Well, that's a great way to wrap up the podcast. And again, Malo Kumulai for joining us today. Uh, be sure to subscribe to Spotify, Google, or even check out ksbe.edu in the Mua newsroom for more episodes of Kapiko Podcast. Again, for Kumu Andrew, I'm Kyle. Take care and aloha. We hope.